right, this is Mr. Lowndes and Aaron for our Sports with Aaron podcast. Well, Aaron, it was a an action-packed weekend or week with Feast Week going on for college basketball, lots of hoops, but we want to talk about Michigan State. Yeah. Basketball, not football, though. Oh, yeah. We don't yeah. have enough yeah. time to yeah. break down yeah. all the football stuff. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't... Uh... I wouldn't want to try and do that either. All right, so three games going back to Thanksgiving night. You want to give us a quick rundown of the three games and what happened? There's good things in all of them, and there were some things that should go. What was he trying to accomplish when he did that? Or what was he trying to do with that or why there was a lot of those moments too and, and, and hopefully those are all building moments moments that uh, they can grow and learn from and yeah be ready in similar situations down the road so started off thanksgiving who'd they play what was the result uh alabama and i hate to say that the result was not what we were looking for just wasn't our night shooting wise and we really felt that the uh not having Malik or Aikens available for that game really yeah it just did not not quite match up as well as we would have hoped on after time turnovers not good time for those and they kept finding time for them somehow and you just look at the statistics and you go, well, it didn't look like we played that bad of a game. But when you look at turnovers and points off turnovers, there you go. And they seem to struggle finding somebody to guard Brandon Miller within that. I think by the end of the game, I think uh, A.J. Hogart may have even been on him for a few, <laughs> few I possessions. Think, I think everybody was on him. He just wouldn't stop shooting. So, uh, then the next game, they followed that up against your, actually, a team that you really like, the, the Ducks. The Ducks, and I'd say they they started off not so good to the first half. Then in the second half, I'm like, yay, okay, this is good. And then it just went back and forth the whole rest of the way to the finish. I think at one point they went on a 15 to nothing run there. I think it was to end the half, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Something like that. And then we had Michigan State versus the home team. Suddenly went from neutral court to a to an away game playing the Portland Pilots. And if I might say that we were the highest rated team that they have ever played there besides Gonzaga have us being ranked 12. So ended up with a nice, comfortable lead going into the last (laughs) minute. The the finish was anything but that. I'm going, oh, no, he just made another three. Oh, no, he turned it over. Oh, no, they just made another three, and now we have a one-point lead. Oh, no, we just missed a shot. 
oh no, they have a chance to win the game. He missed the first one, then they got the rebound, they missed the second one, and I'm like, you guys really have a thing for making us want to watch you until the last second. Yeah, there was no uh, no shutting that game off. You didn't know how it was going to end up. I think just about every possible every way you could possible. screw up, except for giving up an actual bucket. Inbounding near the end of the game. That. And I and I think Tom says that's my fault. I should be at least. What's Tom supposed to do? Is he supposed to pass the ball I, in? I think what he means by that is he's supposed to, like, just he blames himself for the finish because there was a lot of things that happened down the stretch that didn't happen or probably should not have happened, and he – said coaching was the issue to that. And well, he knows when it's his fault and when it's not his fault. And when he says that coaching is an issue, you know that coaching had something to do with the issues. Well, I think it's good of him to, you know, take the blame and, and you know, yeah, that's, that's one of his jobs as a coach. But, I mean – there's two jobs when you're passing the ball. You got to pass, you gotta the, ball, pass the ball and make you sure catch... it's to your teammate. Well, then you got to catch the ball too. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know you can't just stand there, especially in a in a press, and wait for the ball to get to you. So. I think that's our favorite thing is just we see press and we go, all right, ball's coming to me. Uh, and no, it's not. Well, and you got it's somebody a wide going open the other way. Three pointer. So, as we wrap up here in the next couple of minutes, what's something that a positive that you took away from those three games? They we won two games without two of our best players. That that's if we'd had our two best players in there, we should have been able to win it. But we didn't, and it turned into well, let's try to see how many we can get out of this. And you know, two is good. Would take two because there were teams like North Carolina that won one and lost two. So we'll most definitely take our two games and run. And and hopefully that uh, you know that playing time. I know you don't want to see the injuries, but hopefully that playing time and experience for some of those other guys helps pay off. You know, like Jason Whiten's had a had a phenomenal. Game against yeah, Portland. If he I, brought in some energy, and that's what we need: guys on this team that can do energetic things. Like that's what helps us out, and that's what gets our crowd into it. Is guys on this team who bring energy. Yeah, I think um, Jackson Kohler had some good minutes. I really liked his his footwork and his moves. He just didn't quite shoot it as well as. The, the finish there wasn't wasn't so great on some of those but but you never know I mean those are some learning are moments some, yeah maybe uh, maybe that pays off in the long run for them I think it does so something you'd like to see improve for them as they look towards got the ACC Big Ten challenge and then Big Ten play what do you where do you think they need to step up I'd say the ending. The ending is most important with this team is when we see a press, how we get the ball in. I think that's got to be a little more precise. 
And it's got to be on these other teams' minds now, too, right? They go, well, yeah. they can't handle well, the they pressure. they can't handle the press. Let's press them. Let, yeah. let's, let's do that because we can get away with that until they show they can maybe it's do in something some of, against it. Maybe it's in some of Michigan State players' heads, too. I think it is. I think it's in Joey Hauser's because every time he's the one that's been throwing the ball in on every almost every single press play, and he just, I don't know. Just can't seem to get it to the correct. Maybe it's time for somebody different in that spot. I mean, I, I don't know who you'd like in that spot. Because I'd rather have the ball handlers in the ball handling position. And that just leaves Sissoko. And, and I just think Joey's just the right guy to have in that position throwing the ball in because I don't because I don't like Sissoko doing it because he needs to be down the floor and then that just leaves and we don't want any of our ball handlers doing it so that just leaves Joey some limited options yeah all right so before we finish here we have Michigan State versus Notre Dame on Wednesday, ACC Big Ten Challenge. What's your prediction for that game? You know, I've already heard go Irish from some family members. So, oh, that's so, right. Uh, hopefully, we got some yeah. bragging rights on the line here. Yeah, we got some, but I don't. You know, I looked at the Irish record of five and one, and I go, "Who have they beat?" And then I looked at who they beat, and I thought, that team's not good. <laughs> Every single team they beat just doesn't. <clears throat> so we're our first actual test. And <clears throat> and before we leave, I'd like to bring up Michigan State hockey and how good they have been playing. I think they have jumped up to 18 in the men's college hockey rankings. So I didn't I didn't know that. Congratulations to Adam Nightingale and the changes he has made and what he has done good for this uh, Spartan team because he's actually figured out how to get guys to start scoring, which has been a struggle point for Michigan State hockey. So I'd just like to say uh, good job to Coach Nightingale for nice work. Way to bring that up, Aaron. Checking in on other sports. All right, so let's finish here with the prediction then. Michigan State, Notre Dame. What's the final horn sounds? What's the score? It's going to be, I don't think it's going to be close. So I'm going to do my favorite 73 to 58. Sounds good. All right, hopefully that's the result. This has been Mr. Lounge with Aaron. Go green. Go white.